Hi, I'm not Joseph, and that I'm not is Diana. not Diana. <laughs> <laughs> so you're looking at your screen and thinking, what is going on? Well, let's explain. Um, I'm Benjamin, this is Max, and we are the team that produces Not On Record. Uh, Max is the producer. I'm the guy who does lots of other things. So if you want to complain about the design of the logo or any of that sort of stuff, I'm the guy you want to talk to and a lot of the infrastructure. So uh, Joe, Joseph is sick. Uh, Diana is at the pub working, doing some research right now. She's actually working. I saw her. And Chris has been in court uh, with a very serious case all week. So instead of going another week with not having an episode, we thought this would be a good time to sit down with all of you and just talk about what's been going on behind the scenes of the behind the scenes legal podcast with Diana and Joseph. Um, and we're not lawyers, so we know nothing about thing from it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Max. Yes, let's ben. talk. <laughs> and Max, by the way, Max hates being on. Camera. Yeah, this feels like a dream. This is really weird, yeah. but well, I'm, all, I'm all for it. All right, well, let's yeah. let's talk. Seriously, we've been been doing this for some time now. Yeah, it's been over over a year. It's like a year and a half almost. We've gotten to know uh, Diana and Joseph and Chris really well. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts? What's the experience been like for you? And let, let me hear, because we actually haven't had this conversation in depth. And I thought this might be a good time. Uh, to be honest, it's probably the best job I've ever had. It's a great job. I love all three of them. They're all three of them are just hilarious, intelligent. I think what we're doing here is really important for people to see, okay. and uh, I think they're such great, you know, beacons for for this knowledge that people need to pay attention to. Yeah, and you're so happy that we have uh, <laughs> infiltrated the international headquarters of Newberger and Partners. So again, go to nrlawyers.com if you get into trouble, and uh, hopefully you won't, and they'll, they'll get you off. They're great. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. They've, um, uh, I got into this by knowing Diana first. So it's through Diana that I met uh, Joseph, and Diana and I worked on another project together, and we really jived. We became pretty yeah, the good The crime, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, we became pretty good friends and uh, just came up with this idea. I met Joseph and thought, hey, uh, this might work out pretty well. And I think it has. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And we had met each other through uh, the process through a common friend of each other. And I think everything is just kind of jived and worked out well. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. Unfortunately, they're not here. And I've given Joe, if you're angry that this is not Joe in the seat, believe me, I've had a talking to with Joe and I've told him we need to record regularly. So you can send your angry tweets to Joseph as to why he didn't show up for work today, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I put down a couple of questions, things I wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, all this time that this has been going, this has been going on. We've been in the podcast. Um, so in general, let's let's delve into this in a little more detail on your thoughts about Joe, uh, Joseph, Diana, Chris, how they are different, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, Joe, Joe is just a big star, like hilarious guy. I love him so much. Uh, he's just like the perfect guy for this kind of thing. Um, and I really love his passion. Like he's just so yeah. 
he he really cares. Like he really cares about his clients, yeah, and he cares about the justice system and the you know the injustice, uh, you know, done to falsely accused this is people. Where I plug uh, Newburn Park. Yeah, again. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm, I'm so being, Joseph can't complain. We're not plugging. <laughs> I'm being I'm being serious. Yeah. Yeah, like no, he's he's just a great guy. Uh, I would definitely hire him as my lawyer. Like I don't know. I'm sorry for the plug, but I mean for real, I would. Um, so yeah, he's great. Diana is like extremely intelligent. She's like probably one of the hardest workers I've ever seen. Um, just always working. Like she's the one who who puts together the ideas for the podcast. Um, we're always you know in communication about what's you know what we're going to talk about every week. Yeah. Um, she is uh, like I, I first met her actually when we were doing you know the the, the stuff like a couple of years ago. And I listened to that podcast that she did on, on Mike, uh, Mike Bullard. And I automatically was like, right away. Sorry. I was like, oh my God, she's like extremely like well-researched, um, very like articulate. Like the, the entire podcast series, like was, could have been a movie, honestly. Like I was really enthralled by all of it and it was nice to meet her too. And obviously I I found out later that she has a huge following on YouTube She's 100,000 subscribers, and I wasn't really surprised because I, uh, she's really intelligent. Um, and then Chris, he's uh, he's just like such a funny dude as well. Like when I love when he when he shows up for the shows. Um, he is kind of like he's more slow paced, but he kind of like grounds the two a little bit, especially uh, with yeah. Joseph's like high energy. You you can you can get a good indication of how the law firm works. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. he's almost like uh, like the encyclopedia here. Like every time you know Diana or Joseph needs something to be explained, they just ask him. And but yeah, I think he's he's also like a great addition to the show. And um, yeah, all, all three of them are are just like they they meld very well together. I think the show works very. Yeah, well. I think they have amazing chemistry, which was you know we that was very evident in the very first episode. So if you haven't watched the earlier episodes of not on record they do not stale date uh pretty much they're they're quite good so i recommend everybody to go back and watch um what has surprised you most actually being like a viewer of the podcast myself because you know i just have to watch it over and over again as the yeah. editor um i've learned a lot about you know what they're preaching and <laughs> <laughs> i uh, preaching the gospel yeah no I, yeah. I think i think what they're talking about is is really important for the average person um especially because they're defense lawyers and a lot of their clients are you know provably falsely accused uh and it's it really hits home for me uh being like a younger male in the episode seven and eight those are probably my two favorite when they talk about university students and it's something that I can relate to because I've just, I've been in that setting, you know, I've recently graduated. So, um, it's just incredibly scary for, for people like around my age right now to be involved with any, uh, in any relationship without really knowing the other person because you can get totally screwed. You know? Have you, um, have you been, um, on the wrong side of anything or close to it or have you encountered any no, danger but I, on I campus? No, I count or? my blessings, honestly, because yeah. I just hear these stories. Like I, I think in, You know people who have? Uh, no, I also don't, which is why these podcasts like hit home for me, because they, you know, Joseph talks about, like, for instance, I think in episode seven, he was saying the guy was like a great guy, like 4.0 student, yeah. and his whole life just got destroyed by this allegation, which was proven to be false in court. So, yeah. it's and he, you know, he couldn't go to his classes, and 
um, couldn't go to the gym or the library. Like he kind of just go to his class and go, or sorry, he could just, uh, sorry, he could go to his classes and then just go, go home. He couldn't do any like extracurricular activities really. You know what surprised me the most? Um, I mean, I, like I, we said before, I've known Diana for, for quite a while now. Uh, Joseph and I basically had instant chemistry, very similar, um, a lot of differences in worldview, but very similar approach to life. The, uh, the one that really surprised me with Chris, yeah. because Chris is, for me, we had a long uh, conversation. Our first really long conversation was about Stephen Hicks, which is, you know, a podcaster that, that I, I produce his podcast. And Stephen Hicks has taught me so much uh, about, you know, different philosophical worldviews. There's a reason Jordan Peterson cites Stephen Hicks's work when he discusses postmodernism all the time. That's mainly Stephen's work. Uh, but Chris was so, I don't want to say open, but we, we have very different worldviews. There's no question. But we managed to communicate and get in sync with each other right away and find like that, that center ground for us to have a conversation and discuss issues that we can think completely different of, but we're both open to talk, talking with one another, something that I think is missing in our society. Oh, 100%. And uh, I love that about him. So he was very fascinated about Stephen's work and I told him some of the stuff that Stephen's dealt with on university campuses and that sort of thing. And he was very open to, to listening about it. And he was, had very, very, he went back and listened to a, a couple of episodes of Stevens. And he said, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if I agree, but I under, I like his take and I'd like to meet him someday, you know, like really open that way. And I, and he's brilliant. He really is. He's quite funny. Uh, so yeah, that for me was the biggest surprise. Well, yeah, because I think when we started the the show, it was just Diana and Joseph, right? Like he kind of just came in, and he's been a very good addition. Yeah, no, I think shows, so. Yeah. I think, uh, but I think it also works when either it's just the two of them, or it's all three of them. There's chemistry in uh, in both respects. So I'm not terribly worried. What do you think? How about like, share, subscribe, and if you're listening on iTunes. Leave us a review in iTunes. That's probably one of the most important things you can do. And give it a star rating. And Joseph, that's how you do it. Because <laughs> you're so pissed at me. <laughs> I love you, Joseph. Wish you were here. We'll see you in a couple oh, of days. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not happy to be sitting here, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I called you, I called him. I'm like, hey, I have an idea. Let's do this. He's like, yeah, I was like, oh, man. I don't have to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, this is my first show. I know you're a seasoned you're a seasoned guy on camera. Like, you're on Tucker Carlson, and you do all these you do all these big wig shows, and I'm just the guy behind the camera, so. You know what's so weird? Like, the first <laughs> half of my life, like, my parents were... Let's just say they weren't into audiovisual video technology. So I was the one guy in the neighborhood who my parents were, I love my parents, too cheap to buy a video recorder. So I don't have any video of me as a little kid. Like I'm not in the video so much. Like it's just, you know, I'll go on trips and everybody will yell at me because why didn't you take some video or pictures? I'm like, I don't know. They just, just don't, right? Um, and now I, we're, we're thrown into this world where you and I together are dealing with video constantly. It's uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of surreal. But uh, 
Yeah, I guess it's a nice little change being on camera. I don't know. I'm not going to complain. Whatever. It's a nice opportunity. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, okay, so your favorite episodes were either seven or eight. Which seven one? Or eight. Uh, seven, I remember, was like the first one that I watched fully through, and I was like, this is it. Well, you weren't watching our own episodes? <laughs> no, but I'm like... It's I'm kind of it's really hard to pay attention when I'm there's like I'm the only one here and there's three cameras and I'm yeah, kind of true. like constantly checking to see if they're all recording mm -hmm. uh, all that boring stuff. But yeah, like once I once I was able to like cut it and watch it all the way through, I was like this is this is what the show is really about. Like this was just I think it was like Oh, that was the anatomy of a false yes, accusation. Yes, amazing, amazing episode. And that I think that was the one of the first ones that did really well. Like it got 10, you know, 15,000 views, I think. Um for the right reasons, because they were just very, like, real and scary stories about uh, people in, you know, or their early 20s and or late teens being falsely accused, and their whole lives are already just destroyed at such a young age. Yeah. Do you remember what your least favorite episode is? I know what it is, but uh, <laughs> I think I know. Well, I actually... Uh, we did, if you remember, we did like a tea episode. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Okay, so let's, ex <laughs> let's explain it for everybody who's watching. So, kind of the shtick is the idea is they're coming down here, they're decompressing from a day or a week of the type of nonsense that lawyers deal with that the general public isn't aware of. And, you know, I've grown up with lawyers and I have family and friends who are lawyers, so I'm, I'm a little bit more aware of what they deal with. Um, and that was kind of the, the frame that we wanted to build uh, uh, the podcast around. And the idea was, I'll come down here, have a couple of drinks, and just kind of decompress and explain to everybody what really goes on behind the scenes. Well, that decompressing ended up being a Mickey every week or an entire bottle every week, that sort of it's thing. It's a tough job. It's a tough job and, you know, you have a couple of drinks, you, you get into an emotional issue that you dealt with. That couple of drinks becomes three or four. Whatever. You know what? Everybody has the right to decompress as they want. And they were getting to the point, they're like, okay, we can't keep getting drunk every week. This is getting ridiculous. And whereas, you know, you and I don't really drink, um, <laughs> which I don't understand why you can't do this with coffee, but whatever, that's me. Um, we thought what we would do is, okay, well, let's give them a week off from drinking. Let's just dial it back and we'll drink... I suggested coffee, but they wouldn't be able to get to sleep. So, okay, we'll do tea. And I almost fell asleep watching it. That one, <laughs> that one I do remember being extremely bored behind the camera. I was like, man, this is not, like, this is well, not working. <laughs> and I think it's because it's not that any of us here are involved in the podcast are alcoholics, because we're not. But it kind of, again, the whole ambiance, the idea is this is the time to decompress. And it becomes much easier to decompress, I guess. I've never drank in whiskey in my life, but if you do, I'm assuming that could just kind of helps one unload. So, um, yeah, that was a, that was a really disappointing episode. Yeah. So I, I still do have the footage though. So maybe we can, maybe we can do something with burn it, burn it, <laughs> get rid of it, man. It was, it was so, and you know, I, I think they were also having a difficult week because there, I know there was a lot of stuff going on as well. So I don't know that they were you know, in the right mindset uh, for that anyways. Um, what what have you learned? I mean, we know you've learned about a lot of the issues, the social issues that were happening on, on campuses and whatever. But what have you learned beyond that, whether it's about production, about uh, podcasting, about 
the audience that we do because we're, we're having regular interactions with the audience um, or yourself because you said it's the best job you've ever had. You, you love it and hopefully we're going to expand it to the other podcasts on the network as we grow. But what, what, are your, what have you taken out of all of this? Um, I'm starting to notice like what people want to watch, of course, like, you know, just going through posting an episode every week, posting the shorts, like seeing which ones do well, which ones get the most engagement. And I'm starting to see like, obviously it sounds really like, I don't know how to say it, but like kind of annoying with the clickbaity stuff. But like when you kind of set that aside, like there's a reason why people click on videos and that's because, uh, they actually care about what, you know, the title says, for example, like the Johnny Depp we did four episodes on Johnny Depp and people could, you know, could say like, oh, you're just using that as clickbait. But I remember Diana, Diana, yeah, yeah, but yes, but Diana had a great point uh, in one of the episodes. I think it was like maybe the last one we did on him was that people, that's how people learn about the, about the law. And that's how people will get into the show is by, you know, because people cared about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. So when they see the title, they'll, they'll be interested and that'll be like the gateway for them to watch our show. So lesson to everybody watching clickbait is good and even better is clicking like subscribe share all the other stuff and that apple uh apple Apple podcast review review. yeah Yeah. or review on any platform whatever it is i mean because that's how we're gonna grow i don't know i I haven't put very much in the reddit space i kind of got away from reddit a couple of years ago because there was a lot of censorship of podcasts in the podcast subreddit believe it or not no i can but I haven't searched. I'm willing to bet at some point that these episodes have made it to episode, to Reddit. And if not, if you're on Reddit, <laughs> go post them to Reddit. Yeah, I would, I would hope <laughs> Not it's this on one, though. This is just, you know, that's killing time. This yeah. is uh, kind of our fun. So you've learned uh, many different things. What about the law? Have you learned anything? Has it made law more interesting for you? Oh, not? yes, for sure. I love... I love like doing research for the episodes now. Like I'll like the Deshaun Watson one. I'm a big oh, sports yeah, yeah. guy, and I was like right up my alley. I was doing a bunch of research for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't really make it into a big episode. It was kind of like a little segment, but I, I did a bunch of research on like rap uh, rappers like uh, having incriminating lyrics and then being used in court. Thought that was really interesting. I think that's one of the most important episodes that gets overlooked. That we need to get more into that. Because I think you're going to see a lot more as society goes in the direction that it is. If it doesn't reset and go more, let's say, liberal how it used to be. Uh, I think a lot of those people that do... I mean, it's art. Like it or not, it's art. And people should not be prosecuted for the art that they produce. But I think we're going to be going in that direction if we're not careful. Yeah, I would I would like to do an episode on that. Like that, I was really excited. We do, only did like five minutes on it, but we'll see, maybe. You want to be in the chair talking about it? Yeah, I could. <laughs> I'm a big I'm a big hip-hop historian, so I could probably uh, have some useful information to, to share. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, what next? How do you see all of this evolving, a vision, ideas? Because I know you're a pretty creative guy as well. You're kind of... I don't want to say you're artsy fartsy, but you're you're definitely more in the sort of creative space. Um, how do you want to see this evolve? What do you think? I would love to get guests on eventually. Like I would love to bring people in here. Um, I always had this idea. I, like I, I think it would be interesting to have people that oppose their views come in. Like maybe a prosecutor come in, and there'd be a huge battle. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> a cage match. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, but I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to the growth of the show. It's been like you know getting a lot more popular over the last couple months. Uh, we've been posting more regularly. The topics have been uh, you know more well researched. They're coming in more prepared. I think uh, the dialogue is always interesting and important. And I think the message, the messaging, especially from you know when Joseph Leo looks at the camera, he's like, "You got to get this! Like, please, if you're listening, like all that stuff. It's it's right. true. It's really important. You need to listen to what you know what we're saying here." And this is also not to be very clear. Like, this is not politics or political worldviews. Like, we all in this space have on certain issues very very different opinions on politics. You know, mm-hmm. you've seen me and Joseph have. Not argued, because we all respect each But, you know, we have different world perspectives than Chris and whatever. So this is not about any political perspective that we're all kind of on the same side of, you know, rational discourse and that people have the right to be presumed innocent. Yes, that that was what I was just going to say. Like, that's like the main... Uh, that's just like what, what's been hitting home every single episode that I watch. They, because they're defense lawyers and they, they go through a lot of, you know, bullshit and all these... Uh, they, they got a lot of people that are falsely accused, and I think that's the trend that we're seeing today is that, uh, you know, you're guilty until proven innocent, which is not yeah. the way that it should be. That's right. That's right. And it's all la- labels and smears as well, right? So you're guilty, and if you try to defend yourself, you get slapped a label. Yeah, something that Joe always says is like everyone deserves due process. Like there needs to be, you know, there's a criminal justice system for a reason, and and in a de- democratic society, like everyone has a right to a fair trial. And I think that's one of the most important things that I've taken away from all of this. There's also something that I, I noticed. I learned this from I, one of my closest friends is a lawyer. He's been a friend for 25 years almost, and he's probably my best friend. And he's uh, he's an attorney in the United States. And something that me and Joseph kind of converged on and he realized I understood. And this is for people who are watching who aren't lawyers. And all the lawyers who are watching this will probably nod their head. Um, lawyers, you know, they get a bad rap. Everybody complain. Well, lots of people complain about lawyers. And while I understand there are certain circumstances and where there may be extenuating circumstances for frustration... I do know, and I've seen that from my friend down south. I was I, one particular case. I was in the office the day it was happening. It was j- during the uh, global financial crisis, and he hadn't. The guy hadn't made a payment on his house for three, four, five months, whatever it was, and was in danger of foreclosure. And he owed I don't know how much money, but he owed a lot of money. So he went and negotiated. He called the bank. He negotiated on behalf of this client and he, it took him a week or so, whatever it was, back and forth, paperwork, underwritings, whatever. And he ended up saving the guy's house, helping to do some sort of refi. And they have all sorts of financial instruments we don't have in Canada. It's a little bit different, right? And he said to him, it's only, it's going to cost you $40,000 tacked on to a certain part of your, your mortgage, whatever it was, but I've saved your house. Your kids have a place to live. Don't worry. The bank understands. We've communicated everything. Just make this minimum payment now. You got another three months to your next one or whatever. And the guy, oh, you know, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for doing everything you did. And then he said, "Uh, do me a favor. Go see my assistant. And she'll, you know, she has a bill and whatever. 
and when you can settle up and all that sort of stuff. And I think the bill was something $6,000, if I'm not mistaken, which is not a terribly high uh, legal fee for this type of practice um, and for the amount of time that he put into it. It was much more than a week, I remember that. But anyways, the point is, and the guy came back into his office yelling at him. Why is so expensive? What'd you do? This is a disgrace. And I'm like, I just saved your house. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got to get paid too. Oh, but it's so expensive. He's like, what should it be? 50 bucks? What do, you, what do you want from me? Like, I have overhead. I have employees, whatever. And the other thing he always taught me is that lawyers can only make so much money. That's why you see all these firms, are, these large firms are there to scale because a lawyer only has so many hours in a day. And which means they're capped at the amount of income that they can possibly generate. So I think it's just something to communicate to people who are watching who aren't lawyers. Um, and the people who throw around that, you know, all lawyers are bad. There's no question. There are some bad ones. And I know a few as well. But in general, you know, we all have certain circumstances that are affecting all of us in similar ways and putting pressures on us. So that's one thing I learned from a... a from my friend and I've also spoken to Joseph and I see they deal with it here as well. So uh, if you can afford your case, uh, uh, Newberger and Partners uh, with NRLawyers.com. Lawyers with a Y. We'll put it on the, <laughs> we'll put it on the screen right now. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to put it on the screen and like, share, subscribe and all that stuff. Um, oh, and the other thing to communicate to everybody else, uh, there is a Telegram chat. Uh, Joseph is sometimes in there, not on record is the, the name of the Telegram chat. So it's t.me slash uh, telegram. Uh, sorry, uh, not on record. I think that's what it is. Uh, we do have a locals account, and I think we've talked a little bit about that. Getting that started, yeah. Yeah, we're going to start putting some effort into it. Uh, you know, during this whole uh, thing I was involved in that we will not talk about, uh, I got to meet, uh, I got to have a couple of conversations with Dave Rubin. Uh, who kind of sold me on the idea of locals and has helped out and all that sort of stuff. So I want to expand that to uh, not on record. Uh, we've been playing with some ideas of live streaming, maybe Joseph or Diana or the two of them, you know, periodically. So that's something that's potentially on the board of something that we're going to do. We love the chat too, the live chat during the episodes. That's always fun. Yes. Diana so, and Joseph are usually in that. So that's right. you guys can communicate with them. And Joseph loves online trolls, right? <laughs> so, this week he was so annoyed. Um, yeah, Twitter man, uh, you know, <laughs> and it's so funny because I, I guess he's so he's very customer service orientated, so he's used to dealing with each individual complaint. And like Joseph, they're tr they're bots. You know, half of them are bots, yeah. especially the ones. Oh, you're a loser or whatever. And that's a script <laughs> from a bot, right? But, you know, we'll, uh, I, I think he kind of understands that now. He no, he's a good follow. Follow him on Twitter. What, what, yeah. I don't, what's his handle? Uh, Newburgers. I think that one is. Uh, oh. Okay, we can look at this one. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, what is the Twitter account? I'll, I'll put it on the screen. I'll put it on the screen. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. NR Lawyers or NR. Yeah, I think that might be it, actually. Something like that, at NR Lawyers. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to say before we uh, close up? Uh, this is a great show. Sorry for the plug. I know I'm the producer, but I really enjoy it. I think you guys will too. I think you know, the average person who wants to, who doesn't really understand the law and the justice system, because it really impacts all of us. This one just died. And it really impacts all of us. So 
uh, this is just a great show for you to watch if you want to be entertained and, and learn about the justice system. And I would also advise uh, if you have a child in university or post-secondary school education, your child needs to be aware of what's going on and that the dangers that they're potentially in. And uh, this is a good resource for them to start with. Right? Yeah, 100%. Okay, anything else you want to say? We'll shut it down. No, take care. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, leave comments. Be in the live chat. We'll, uh, we'll converse. Oh, we have to do the, the whiskey yeah, thing that they the do, right? Clink. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching.